Issues podcast. I'm Charlie, and over here next to me is the other half of this dynamic duo, Mark. Oh, yeah. <laughs> welcome back, DJI Multiverse, and uh, welcome to all our new listeners. And uh, pretty good week in comics. Yeah, I mean, there's there's plenty of stuff going on. I I, I think one of the big ones that we're gonna get into, Three Jokers. Uh, that was interesting. Yeah. Um. Um. So, uh, you know, what do you want to do? You want to run down what's coming out? What's coming out? I mean, I know we hit on, a, I know, well, especially you on the video this past week. You, uh, yeah, I mean, I highlighted some stuff in, in episode two of our uh, new YouTube series that we're doing um, in our, like, midway update kind of thing. And like I said, we'll, we'll go over some of the stuff I've pulled the last two, we've pulled the last two weeks. Obviously, we, you know, we have two weeks between, the between issues. So we'll, uh, we'll talk about some of the stuff we've pulled. Um, we'll highlight some issues. Uh, we talked last time, you know, I told you I'd catch up on Undiscovered Country. I'm pretty much there. I haven't read the most recent issue, but I am I'm caught up through issue six. Oh, excuse me. So um, we'll go over. Um, let's just start off with what I've pulled the last couple, uh, last two weeks. Uh, obviously, three. He, you know, Charlie brought up Three Jokers, number one, um, Detective 1026, Flash 760, Action 1024, Wonder Woman 761, Red Hood 48, Batgirl 48, uh, Batman Superman 11, uh, Batman Beyond 46, Shazam 14, um, Batman 98, uh, Batman The Adventure Continues number four, Deceased Dead Planet number four, and Strange Adventures number five. Um, obviously, I pull a bunch of books. Uh, this, that's obviously the last two weeks worth of pull. Um, but I, I mean, of all the books I've actually been able to get through, uh, three jokers, detective wonder woman. Yeah. I read wonder woman, uh, Shazam, Batman and deceased. Um, I've actually really, um, I really enjoyed everything DC's done in the last couple of weeks. Um, everything I've been reading and catching up on is enjoyable. Um, they're all building in a, like into a larger culmination of, of events, which is nice. Um, the Ceased Dead Planet picked right back up. So, did you read it? No, I didn't get a chance to. Well, you and I talked about what's going on. So yeah, I don't, um, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to spoil it. But people aren't dead that we thought were dead, which is nice. Okay. Um, I mean, do you care if I? Spoil no, go ahead, man. I mean, obviously, you know, I'll, I mean, I'll read it. I'm, I'll read it regardless. Yeah, so. I mean, we're here, we're here for, we're here for discussion, anyways. Yeah. Uh, Zatan is alive. Constantine's alive. Doctor or uh, Chimps alive. Okay. Um, Swamp Thing's alive. Um, so, pretty cool. I mean, yeah, I, I, mean, I, I, I thought I, they were, I thought they were goners after the last issue, but apparently, the only one that died was Blue Devil. In that, in that little battle with. And it's cool how they get rid of Plastic Man. Um, so yeah, because he was... I remember them going so, into... So, so Swamp Thing makes this giant ball of green, basically, that's protecting them. And Zatanna basically takes a window of opportunity and disintegrates Plastic Man. <laughs> and then, obviously, they open the door to... Um, they open the door to the bunker, and you find out that it's all the bad guys. It's Penguin. It's Jason Blood. It's all these. Uh, it's Jason Blood, not as as Tri or not Trigon. Um, the the demon. Sorry. Okay. Um. So he, like, it's all the the wealthy bad guys in the DC multiverse have essentially reinstituted the class system and obviously them being the wealthiest they are in charge of everything and then it goes all the way down to like you know the, the poorest of the poor living inside that bunker and they get into it obviously with the heroes and then the heroes basically zap themselves to safety instead of fighting the bad guys so to speak what like i said you know it, it it was it's a good issue um it definitely continues to build you know john comes back to health so like they're it's a slower build than, than the original deceased because that was very quick deterioration, but now we're moving forward. Cyborg's back, put back together. What about uh, Oliver? 
they didn't even t- they didn't even touch on because mm. Canarian, um, Green Canary and 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 Oliver they yeah, left right. in the last issue previous I, issue. I mean, so they didn't really touch on that. I'm assuming we're gonna get more of that in the next issue. Okay. Um, but like I said, I I liked it. I enjoyed it. Um, you get an interaction between um, Damien and somebody. It's 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 brief. It's only a couple of like a page of a page of panels or so. But it's I get my Batman in there. And like I said, I I've enjoyed like I said I've really enjoyed everything Tom Taylor's done with Deceased to this point. So it's cool to see them slow the story down a little bit and give you. Oh, he's repairing um, he's repairing Jonathan's cape. And um, he's sewing. And basically, he's like, you know, Bruce always had to rely on Alfred to do his sewing. I don't I don't have that problem. Like, I'm self, I'm completely 100% self-sufficient. Which is good. I mean, I, I am liking the maturity of Dane yeah. that I'd seen so far. So that's that's good. Yeah, the only, I mean, the only things that I was able to get to this week were the things that we were planning on talking about. And that was uh, Batman and Three, Three Jokers. Jokers. Yeah. Um, and I was already caught up on undiscovered country yeah so. and like i said so i mean no new green lantern book out yet uh yeah. no new dragon yet so. no yeah so um obviously detectives continuing down their path with joker war uh flash is building towards a bigger storyline i believe in the, in the flash universe which is nice um wonder woman i know you picked up the annual yeah. but i picked it up i picked up 59 60 now 61 and i actually read through 59 and 60 i'm not caught up on 61 i didn't read 61 yet and it's not because i didn't no did i read 61 i might have read it i don't know basically it's a new writer it's a it's a new writer and it's a new artist and the artist i believe worked on batman at some point and I, I I could be mistaken. Don't don't kill me. I'm pretty sure he worked on Batman during City of Bane, just because I recognize the art. I absolutely love it. I love that style that he this artist has. Or if it's not the same artist, they have very similar styles, and I like that style of art. And um, Wonder Woman, it's good. It's Maxwell Lord. It's it's a good picking up point for readers if you're trying to jump into Wonder Woman prior to the movie coming out, and you want to get a you know, your feet wet in the comics, so to speak. So if you haven't had the opportunity to go to your local comic shop and grab it, I guarantee you they probably have 59, 16, and 61 because it's it's obviously a book that doesn't sell a ton. I mean, it does, but it doesn't. Right. It's a good good starting point if you want to jump back into Wonder Woman because, like I said, and it's funny because they highlight in at least 60 or 61, they highlight all the battles she's had to this point in her rebirth run. And they talk about like her ba- previous battle with Maxwell Lord, her battle with um, uh, what's his name? Is it Hades? It's not Hades. Um, what's the God of War? Ares. Ares. Yeah, it talks about her 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 her, her storyline with Ares, her storyline with Cheetah. Like, it's cool. Like, so like I said, it's a, it's a good starting point. If you haven't picked it up, you should pick it up and read it. Um, obviously, it gives another major boost to the DC title line as well. Yeah. Um, I read Batgirl. Um. Keeping up with the Joker Wars thing, um, they're bringing her brother back into it. Obviously, he's a he's a, a, a serial killer in the Batman universe, um, but he's reformed. They bring Jim Gordon back in this issue post his whole the Batman who laughs Jim Gordon villain run, and he's trying to repent for his transgressions over the last couple months because he's now the ex commissioner Gordon. Um, like I said, cool. Uh, Batgirl, I think, is 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 wrapping up at fifty. Yeah, if if I'm not mistaken, I so, think you mentioned that last. Yeah, so you're only going to get two more issues of of Batgirl, uh, but it's it's good. I like this Batgirl suit. Um, it's like the gray with the yellow giant yellow symbol or whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I'm enjoying it. Um, and then I'm caught up on Shazam with Superboy Prime. Um, I covered in DGI. Yeah. Um, TV episode, and then um, obviously Batman '98 um, with Joker War continuing. I'm, I'm that's my first read every time I get my books for the week, and then obviously we, I read Three Jokers yeah. once or twice. So, so where do you want to start? You want to start with uh, Joker War? Get that one out of the way. Yeah. So yeah. So basically, we're we're at part four, I believe. Part four of six. Yeah, four yeah. of six. Um, culmination issue will be issue number one hundred for Batman, which is cool. How they line that up, um, but we're in part number four. Um, we did get the Harley Quinn 
punchline battle yeah. that we've been waiting on. Um, and obviously, Bruce was dealing with his toxin detox. And he's not necessarily tripping balls because he's 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 basically just having a, a con- dream. Yeah, he's having a dream and a conversation with Alfred. And Alfred is basically telling him, like, you can't do this alone. You've pushed everyone away. It's time to bring the family back in order to win this war. Yeah. And and by everyone, he means everyone. Yes, he wants every person in the Bat family working together to beat the Joker. And it's funny because, you know, there's not a lot of pages, like, in a book that ca- or, like, panels that catch me off guard by an artist or, like, in a story. But like when he breaks out of the yeah he breaks out of the the the, the detox and <laughs> he's like in his head he's thinking I am and then it's, you get the splash panel of him with with the with the wings and it says Batman yeah, written on him I'm it's like the classic like Batman opening up his 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 cape and everything yeah uh, like silhouette yeah but then it just says Batman, Batman. across the yeah silhouette. which was cool and obviously that's him coming out of the detox but him also stopping punchline from murdering him and <laughs> burning down the rest of the f- yeah, you know which harley quinn was appreciative of like yes. she was immediately like it's about time you did something yes and and at the end of the day though too you also in that issue got catwoman right so we go back to where we we started uh right at the beginning of joker war where selena has been taken to this uh, hideaway the hideaway where all the villains are uh, all the rogues are um, and she she she's she's been sitting idle to this point and she now realizes like i can't sit by and let this happen it's my fault that the joker's where he is that's her thinking so she enlists the help of the the rogues gallery and she says i'll make you billionaires because in all reality they're probably all not going to make it to the end of this right so she's calculating in her head like i might only have to pay four or five of these guys but the rest of them can help me in the cause, so to speak, which is... She's also a criminal who lies. Yes. And lying is a very effective tool. Yes. <laughs> so at the end of the day, and she's already proven that she can make somebody a billionaire because she made the Joker a billionaire. Right. So very cool development. Like I, I said in you know in our, in our, our episode on uh, DJI TV, this was the issue that Batman needed a turnaround because you couldn't go five issues... You know, you can go four issues where he's just getting his ass kicked all the time because then you're like, the turnaround would just be too. It would be an brush. It'd be it'd be too Hulk Hogan esque. <laughs> like right. all of a sudden I'm wagging the finger and I'm I'm kicking out it kicking out at one all of a sudden. Yeah, so he needed a win. Yeah, and or, he got it. So you know, it started with punchline. Yeah, and 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 no clown hunter. I think I think we get that next issue, which is fine. I'm yeah. cool with that. Uh, I think I think. Clown Hunter is going to become a bigger problem for Batman than he is Joker, though. Because Batman is going to have to make a decision. Does he stop him in the midst of all this? Or does he let him do his thing and just turn a blind eye? So, um, well, and we also don't know who Clown Hunter is. Yeah. Is this somebody that we know? Yeah, and i got to catch up. I, I'm not sure if I'm, I'm completely caught up on Nightwing, but I believe I am. But I, I don't... We're, our next issue of Batman 99, he enlists the help of Dick as Nightwing, so I got to figure out, like, where along the line is Nightwing breaking out of the trance with Joker and this this thought crystal or whatever it is he, you know, Joker is using to control him. So I got to get caught up in that specter, in that 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 sense of the, uh, of the equation. I'm thinking maybe Nightwing comes out next week and that'll tie that up and, you know, basically get Dick back to normal. But just as, as recent as last issue, Dick was still trying to beat the shit out of Batgirl. Which doesn't quite line up. Nightwing is Nightwing is is beating up Barbara quite convincingly, and she gets away. And then Nightwing he dons the Nightwing suit again, and then now he he called um, Tim Drake and Red Hood to meet because he wants to kill them. So like he's still full fledged Joker underling in Nightwing. He's got one issue. I'm assuming Jason, Tim, and Barbara break him out of the hold. And that's how we'll get 99 and then so on and so forth. Hmm. Um, but like I said, they're doing a good job. They're tying in all the, the, all the titles. Um, I, Red Hood to this point has not been tied in. I'm picking up Catwoman next week, which ties in 
um, to the Joker War, you know, saga. So, like I said, I'm I'm going to be branching out and getting all the little tie-ins just that just to keep my story of continuity kind of flowing. But it is cool that all the titles that are lo- that we're losing: Catwoman, Batgirl, Red Hood. They all seem to be tying back into Joker War and the culmination at 100, which is also kind of around the same time that their issues end. So the Bat family kind of comes back under the Batman title, and then we can start rebranching out and, and refocusing, so to speak. So you mentioned a lot of characters uh, from from this issue, right, from Joker War, but a lot of them reoccur over in Three Jokers. Yes. So let's go ahead and jump in there uh, to Three Jokers. Yes. Um, which, overall, I thought was a good book. Yeah. Um, you know, definitely, definitely something that people should be picking up. Uh, yeah. You know, if, if whether you're a Batman fan or you're a fan of the Joker, or you just want to, you just want to have an interesting take on what's going on in the Batman universe, because they're realizing now that there are three Jokers. Yes, and I think a lot of people realize. You know, I mean, we've touched on it in the past in issues. You know, New 52 was a very controversial time for DC, lost a lot of readers, lost a lot of, you know, fandom because it just at times wasn't very good. But at the end of, you know, New 52, you had Batman sit, is it, is it the Promethean chair? Yeah, where he gets all the, where, where he gets, you get he gets all, all the knowledge. knowledge. Yeah. yeah, he gets all the knowledge of the, of the uni- multiverse universe. Because that's where he came to the realization that there's three Jokers, and he now he knew their names and identities. So if you're a New Fifty Two stand, he he identifies them in New Fifty Two, but it never really gets brought up again in Rebirth until now in Three Jokers. So this is kind of like the true continuation of Jeff Johns and New Fifty Two era. Batman realization in the Rebirth series, and they do it well without disrespecting everything they've done in Rebirth to this point. Right. Well, but it doesn't seem like he knows who they are. Right. He just knows they exist. Right. He knows that there's there's three versions of the Joker, and we get a nice little like refresher. Re- re- yeah, in in each one of them, and and who they're impacting, right? Because you yeah. have Bruce and and everything. Then you have uh, so, so Batgirl. So the psycho. Yeah. So Batgirl. Batgirl is paired with the psychopathic. Joker. Killing the, Joke Joker. Yeah, yeah, Killing Joke Joker, obviously. Um, and Red Hood is uh, uh, paired with the clown. Jason. Yeah, Jason is is paired with the clown jester type Joker. And then, obviously, Batman is paired with the criminal mastermind Joker. Yeah. And they all have their, their unique, like, quirks. And, like, obviously, the Killing Joke Joker is wearing the Killing Joke outfit. And, you know... The criminal Joker's got like the old school the, uh, classic purple suit, pinstripe. Pur- yeah, like more, more like Jack Nicholson style, almost more yeah. gangster. And then obviously the the, com- the coattails. Yeah, and the comedian and or jester Joker is very you know animated, and he's got the longer the longer chin, and like he he's the more Neil Adams, Danny O'Neill you know era Joker, which is which is cool, like. Like I said, they, they make them distinct enough that they you tell the difference between them. But at the same time, they make you believe that they all have all existed to this point in the universe. And this is how the, the Joker keeps getting one up on the world's greatest detective is because it's not just one of him. Yeah. So when one gets put in Arkham, the other ones are doing the bad shit. And then he escapes and then the other one gets put in. Right. Well, and it's like, you know, they even kind of acknowledge, too. They're like, well, we know he changes his appearance. Yes. So that's how you know, like, all right, that's that's where, like, because, you know, obviously they're having very up-close and personal yeah. uh, battles and everything. So, And they do it enough to where it's like you wouldn't recognize their face. But then you also go, okay, well, now it makes more sense. It's more plausible yeah. right, to go, all right, well, yeah, if he does reconstructive surgery that – yeah, he's gonna look different, but he could still be the same guy. And they also, but they also talk about though too, you know, they, it's a, it's there's a lot of there are a lot there's a lot of homages to like old Joker stuff. So like he talks about the crowbar when he's talking to Jason, right. and he talks about the good time he had with Barbara when he's talk interacting with Barbara and Batgirl, and then obviously you know, 
when they get to the aquarium, the first thing they see is the laughing fish, which is like infamous Joker, you know, gag slash first crime was, you know, poisoning the water and creating these laughing. But then you get the laughing shark. Right. And then like, um, who's the who's the bad guy? The the, 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 the henchman that gets eaten. I don't remember. He's like a very like obscure Joker henchman from the past that like in some of the reviews and articles I was reading, they were like, that's that's just a cool DC archive grab. And like we haven't seen him in decades, but he's back now. He's only back for a couple <laughs> seconds because he gets <laughs> he gets eaten by a shark. Um but then like I said, you know, obviously the end of it you get you know, you get pretty significant, you know, chain of events. Yeah, I mean so, you know, obviously, if you don't want to know what happens, stop listening right now. Yeah, I mean, uh, spoiler, but... Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, Red Hood pulls the trigger. Yeah. Well, not... not so, let's let's take a step back from that. So, Red Hood has the gun aimed at the one Joker. And uh, he is set, dead set, on executing him right there. Barbara is there, and she throws her batarang at... Or at least in the general direction of Jason. Yes. And does not strike his hand. Jason pulls the trigger. Boom. One of the Jokers is dead. And he calls her out. He's like, you, you wanted him dead. Yeah. When do you miss? Yes. Especially that close. Yeah, and you catch the panel of the Batarang in the wall. Right. And, and, and it's like, yeah, she, deep down, she wanted him gone. Yeah. So it was good. I mean, like, it was great storytelling. But then you get into the whole Jason kind of, after the fact, kind of second-guessing it. Yeah, like, he did what he wanted me to do. But, like, the Joker makes a lot of comments of, like, you know, you've you fought so hard to get back in Batman's graces, and you think you're a part of his family, but I turned you into what I wanted you to be. You're this murdering, you know, brooding, constantly depressed you know, anti-hero type deal. And, like, you stand against everything Batman stands for, essentially. Right. And, you know, like he, you pointed out, Barbara doesn't miss. And Barbara misses in this go in this sequence of events that leads to the death of this Joker. My thing is, is do, you, do you know which Joker was killed? Uh, it looked like the... Um, the jester. Yeah, the comedian. I was going to say the comedian. Yeah. Because I don't think the other two, I don't think the criminal would have put himself in that place. No. Um, but like I said, Batman's not in a room, so the you know when Dad's away, the kids will play. I suppose. So I mean, well, and, and so and j- just for everybody listening, and uh, you know, obviously, still go read it. <laughs> yes. Uh, um, Barbara was not fighting anybody at the time no. either to she, miss. She was the Joker's tied up, captured. They're waiting on transport to Arkham, right? Or the police to come in to do their jobs, essentially. And this all transpires post-Batman leaving. And, you know, like Charlie said, she she had every opportunity. There was nothing stopping her from from, from preventing the, 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 the death from happening. But what is interesting about their version of Red Hood, this is probably the first time. I mean, I've been reading Red Hood, and he did go rogue a little bit. He shoots Penguin, but he doesn't kill him. So it's been a while since the Red Hood has murdered someone in the panels of a comic book. So this is like a big deal for, you know, these Red Hood stands who have been saying that, you know, they haven't been writing Red Hood to be the Red Hood. He's not who these people have been writing him as and so on and so forth. So it's cool to see old school Red Hood and him. Murder somebody essentially, yeah. you know what I mean? Because that's his. That, that, yeah, it's regardless if you agree with it or not, it is murder. Yes. Right. Yeah. And yeah. and but that's that's who the Red Hood is. Yeah. He does the things Batman won't do. Right, and and that's what makes him an intriguing character, and that's why Red Hood is successful, or Jason is successful as Red Hood and not as Robin. Yes. Um. So yeah. Uh. Three Jokers. I mean, I covered it in the DG, on DGI TV this week. Um. You get six. Standard slash premium format covers. Um, <laughs> Bet you get yelled at for buying. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it's funny because I actually ordered. So I was missing two. I could have just got two the two other premium at 
collector's corner, but I was online getting the the green and purple. Okay. Which you know, I'm not saying I got bamboozled at my comic shop, but I could have got the one in fifty a lot cheaper online than I did in my comic store. But we support the movement. We support the comeback. So I have no problem spending a little bit of extra cash at my comic shop. Um, even though they did get a shit ton of Golden Age Batman and Superman this past week that I would have much rather spent my fucking money mm -hmm. on than that one in 50. Um, but if you see the one in 50, the black and white, get it, because I do think this book is going to appreciate in value. I do think this is going to be probably the book of the year in 2020 for DC. It's going to have the most hype, the most, you know, you know, just the most praise, so to speak. It's already the highest rated and reviewed comic for DC in 2020, um, which bodes well for Jeff Johns because Doomsday Clock was, although good, not as great as it should have been. So this is allowing, I hope, a little bit of redemption for Johns in that department. Because I think, I think Doomsday Clock just took sl too slow to build yes. to, to draw enough readers in. Yes. Well, not even to build. It just took too long to release. Yeah. And I, I, I highlight that. I make a quick comment on DGI TV about, you know, as long as John stays on track with his release schedule, this is going to be a book that's going to be really hard to to, to compete with because Fabok is, I mean, he is just... The amount of detail. And they're they're going with the old school um watchman panel, nine panel per page approach, which for me as a as a reader, it's a little difficult sometimes because the the, the reading is 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 the text is so tiny because they he puts a lot of text yeah. in those little panels and so you're like squinting sometimes, but it's a good story. It's a good art, and the in the nine panel approach works for when you have bigger splash panels and or pages, because it emphasizes them, and it breaks away from the norm, so you you know catches your eye a little bit better. But like I said, the the premium the six premium format or three premium format, three standard, and then two incentive covers are great, and there are other like store exclusive covers and stuff too that I'm not quite diving into yet but i probably will like i said i've i really enjoyed it it's it's probably up there with dark knight 3 master race for me like i said I, I bought all the covers for that book so i'll probably do the same thing for this cool um but uh we talked about shazam a little bit on dji tv this week too i just want to quickly highlight the return of superboy prime um that's big news because he was a huge new 52 bad guy for the, and he poses a lot of issues for the justice league um, basically he's a Superman impervious to magic. So, and obviously he's a bad guy, so it makes difficult work for a lot of the heroes. Um, however, um, with the magic lands coming, like deteriorating into reality, um, Mr. Uh, is it Mr. Mind, the worm, whatever. Yeah. Um, for Shazam, he's taken over Billy Batson's father who was, Billy granted him the powers of being the seventh champion, um, which obviously in the Shazam world, they're still looking for the seventh champion. But we find out, uh, obviously, Billy or Shazam, Billy Batson, shrinks himself down, fights Mr. Mind inside his dad's head, beats Mr. Mind, um, takes the power of Solomon back from his father because he finds out his father really isn't there for him. He was kind of manipulated into showing up. Um, him and Black Adam end up working together to defeat Superboy Prime and put him back into, you know, confinement, essentially. But you find out at the end from, um, like, kind of like a flash forward, so to speak, Black Adam is the seventh champion. And essentially the goal was to bring Black Adam back in to the Shazam family to take his rightful place. Do you um, think this is being done so that... No, I don't think this has anything to do with the movie. Okay, I was going to say... Now, Johns is writing the book, so he and he's obviously working on, move, on all the movies in production, so maybe, but I think we've are always known that that Black Adam was the, the... He was a champion. He was picked to be a champion for a reason. Right. And obviously he's... Well, and he was also manipulated into becoming what he became. Yes. But the thing is, is like I said, you know, they 
basically they flash forward at the end of this issue. We only get two more issues of Shazam past this issue. But you get you know, you flash forward in this issue and you get um basically they're all sitting around the Rock of Solomon and you know, they're talking about ordering pizza and Black Adam makes a comment like, you know, something about like what he wanted on as a topping. So whether it's a for forward for what's gonna come in the future for the Shazam family or if it's just them playing devil's advocate of like, well, this is what it should be, but whether it ever is, is completely up to the story and the universe and continuity and so on and so forth. But Shazam essentially works. They Shazam and Black Adam call a truce at the end after beating Superboy Prime as long as Shazam doesn't go to um, Black Adam's home country and try to start drama, essentially. So... He just wants to be Black Adam, like like always, just wants to be left the fuck alone, Man. and he doesn't want nobody bo- bothering him. So he makes his truce with Shazam and the Shazam family. And like I said, it if they ended on that, it, they could have ended on that issue, and I'd have been like, all right, cool. That was a cool short 14-issue maxi-style run, and it let Jeff Johns wrap up his run on Shazam. But we're going to get two more issues, and I don't quite know where we we go with it probably so, to, probably to solidify black adam as a full-fledged hero possibly yeah um i like him as i like him in i like him in the in-between because i like being able to take him and make him a, a villain well yeah he he works I mean? he works well as a villain but he's become more diplomatic in comics yeah. where he's only he only cares about his his home country and when people cross that border or enter his territory, that's when he becomes a villain, so to speak. Which if, is completely understandable. But if you think about it, it's funny. Like when you talk about like comics and politics and like America, like you know, when somebody comes into our country, Superman's a hero for taking them out, or Batman's a hero, or the Justice League are heroes, and but nobody really talks about like, well, you know. Why can't other countries like if Superman goes into Europe? Why can't you know, you know, John Constantine be a hero because he defends Europe from Superman or, you know, so like yeah. so like, so where our heroes are the heroes of our story. Black Adam is the hero of his story in his country. Right. So like, it's about perspective. Right? Yes, exactly. Um, but uh, well, so let's go. So now we're talking about countries and everything. So yeah. that transitions well into uh, undiscovered country. Yeah. Um, where <laughs> Scott Snyder and Image Comics. Um, obviously, Scott Snyder before his Batman fame in you know Death Metals and Dark Knight Metals and all the other metals that he he's unearthed in the DC multiverse. He uh, he's written plenty of successful independent comics. I'm not going to rattle off titles because I've never read any of them other than Undiscovered Country. Um, but Undiscovered Country, like we've we've kind of talked about this in previous issues, but we've never really covered it because. We were catching up on it and try, you know, we were kind of behind the eight ball on Undiscovered Country. We started, I think, post issue number six. Um, but uh, what got me interested in it was there was a podcast that I listened to um, where Scott Snyder was interviewed and he talked about Undiscovered Country. Um, so that's what got my attention, just re- hearing about it, because obviously this was. <sighs> Like beginning a pandemic, probably about a month and a half, two months into it, because I was driving to Georgia to visit uh, some uh, visit some friends, and you know I was listening to the podcast on the way, and I you know I was like you know the story sounds pretty relevant like with the, like America shutting off its borders and like this virus affecting the world and America being the only place to find the cure and so on and so forth and blah 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 blah, so. You know, I was like, I think I'll pick it up and I'll give it a read. So I I read issues one and two online and I liked it enough that I kind of tried to figure out when the trade was coming out so I could get whatever, you know, I could get it in my hands and read it physically. And I ended up subscribing to it when I got back from Georgia. And, you know, obviously since then, only issue number seven has come out. Mm -hmm. But I'm caught up through issue number six. I was going to read seven tonight um, if I got a moment of time to do so. Yeah, so I mean, if you ha- if you haven't read it, if you haven't picked it up, so Mark ran down a lot of stuff. Uh, but 
uh, the United States is essentially broken into like fraction or factions, right? So it's, yes. it, the borders are completely closed to the rest of the world. Everybody is left to figure things out. And what's cool about this is um, in each comic, there's actually a, a cool little timeline where they talk about each thing that happened leading up to the closure of the border. Yeah. And you also get a bunch of like quotes from people who um, are outside of the border now yes. at this point uh it's in and, um, and america's so shut off like the outside world has no idea what's going on in america right. whatsoever like there's no communication you can't fly over the board like you can't fly over the country because it's it's got like aerial protection and like basically like this bubble around it yeah, it's completely shut off. Yeah. And by United States, the continental United States. Yes. Um, so it's interesting. I mean, you know, I, I've read all seven issues that have come out to this point. And apocalyptic uh, situations, you know, stories. Like, yeah, it's like it's like it's very Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah. Um, all right. So I'll, I'll give my honest review. Like there isn't anything about this story that's like keeping me invested in it um it's not that i dislike the story it's just i think like with everything going on in the world like the last thing that i want to read is something where the world has essentially just taken everything and amplified it to 11 yeah um you know uh i enjoy the i even though we're reading you know joker destroying wayne enterprises and, or and bruce yeah. wayne's image and everything i mean it's but it's escape it's like escape from reality still right um and it's it's one of those like good will eventually triumph and reading undiscovered country but the thing about undiscovered country is i can't quite figure out who's the good guys and who's the bad guys right but it's just it's all, it's it's super depressing like when you sit there and you're just going from one one problem to the next, and I can tell you this: I haven't read issue seven. You have. Yeah. I can tell you, I'm more invested after issue six, once they get past the wall, and get into Aurora, or whatever they're calling that. Once they get into that, I'm more invested now. I'm like, okay, well, what's the next stage going to give me? And then you know, obviously, we're only at issue seven. I'm very interested to see, like, because so, like Charlie said, the United States is broken up into territories, but in order to navigate the territories, there's like basically, like, I don't want to say an underground tunnel because I don't believe it's all underground, but it, it's called the spiral. Right. And at the center of the spiral is like apparently the answer to all life's is issues and questions. And like, this is where the solution to the, the problem of the sky virus is what is what is affecting the global market as a whole but also in the middle of the spiral in the, the continental United States is also like the answers to why the United States is the way it is now so I am interested like I said you know I'm not a big sci-fi guy and you know we we t obviously um, we highlighted parallel a couple issues back in our hot off the press segment um, and, and me and Charlie both enjoy the alternate, you know, timeline, that type of sci-fi stuff. So this kind of barks up that alley of, like, this is America if, you know, it shuts itself off and turns into you know, this well, apocalyptic wasteland. One thing they do really well is, like, they take the mindset of, like, anybody who's listening to this right now going, it'll never happen, right? Yeah. They, they do. They take that into accord. The, the belief that nothing like this could happen and they, they, they set it up in a way where you're like, man, yeah, yeah, it could. It could happen. But uh, I could be mistaken. Did they, did they ever really fully – they haven't really fully explained why the United States has – Not really, no. All they get into is, you know, like one day – I mean, there's there's a little bit, like because they're talking about like how they're they're forming all this technology and everything. Um, the, the, you know, the – what is it, the Aurora Project or, or – Yeah, whatever. So they, they talk about how they're building all of that stuff and getting it established, and you're watching the timeline as it all goes. And then it's just like one day where the United States goes, okay, everybody, well, here's the deal. We're shutting down – we're shutting ourselves off from the rest of the world on this day. If you're outside of the wall, sorry about your luck, you're not coming back yeah. in, which they do. I mean, like – and that's where, like, some of those, like, 
quotes that they catch from people. They're like, you know, well, we were outside of the country on our honeymoon uh, when it, when it was announced, and by the time we were coming back, the wall was up. We weren't getting back in. So yeah, everybody like, they know the main the two main characters, um, their brother and sister, and they have, they are sent away prior to the to the the border closing by their parents to live with cousins in England. And then they get split up along the line somewhere, and the sister is a doctor who is infected with the Sky virus, which you don't find out until, like, issue, like, what, three or four. And then, you know, the brother is basically a fugitive, and he's tried to enter the United States, but we find out he actually has entered the United States post-border closing um, because he received a message from their father yeah. at some point. Um and like I said, I I personally enjoy the story. Um, I think it's better than anything Snyder has done Batman wise. For me, it's it's an original story, so it's not there's no expectation. He's not ruining, changing, or improving anything, so to speak. So it is what it is. Um, but I've enjoyed it. I enjoy the the characters like the the pilot. Um, obviously, he's a decorated war veteran. Um, from the United States, and like he gets captured when the plane, the, the 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 their helicopter gets shot down when coming into the United States, and um, like he gets his like foot severed off, but like he's a badass. Like he fights back, and like they so he they they have the wall that separates. Um, I'm guessing we're gonna call it the destiny zone. Yeah, because at the end of issue six. They said, you know, next issue, the unity zone. So, you know, you're in the destiny zone for issues one through six. And, you know, he get, there's this giant wall with a stars attached to it. So basically, the star is like a play on the flag because every person is attached by a tether to the wall. And if they don't look up and continue to climb, this star basically rains acid down upon them and kills them. And, you know, he's climbing up the wall with his cheek starts to bleed because the, the thing attached to their to them is attached on their face. And it's, you know, he starts to get a triple of blood from his mouth. And the woman's like next to him is like, you got to keep climbing like you're going to get, you know, well, they they hearken back to he's going getting ready to go on stage to accept, like, I guess, like a Medal of Honor or whatever it is for his actions in war. And he's takes this like is it like a thumbtack yeah out, out of his, his cheek yeah. and he's like what do you, you know what is that it's covered in blood and the guy that's standing there, he's like what, what is that he's like he's like it's a thumbtack i keep one in my cheek and one in my heel at all times so in case i'm ever captured or held captive or whatever i have a means to escape i can use that to pick a lock or do whatever well he I mean, I guess it still yeah. rings true. He kept it in it all this time, even after his service was done, because as he's being held captive by this thing, he literally has this lock in his mouth, and he or this thumbtack, is, and that's what he uses to pick the chain that's holding him. And he climbs the wall, takes command of this like star monster thing, and like it's just you know he has a, it's a badass movie. He starts freeing all these people because he's like you know this is the land of freedom and liberty and da 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 da. Very like rah rah American bullshit. But it's cool because he's using the technology of the land against, you know, yeah. these 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 people. Um, but like I said, I I enjoyed it. I think you know there's a lot of of good things in it. Um, but like I said, I think you know it, you as a reader, you have to be interested in that type of you know apocalyptical wasteland and or alternate reality. But it is kind of a microcosm of what we deal with in america today you know people want stronger borders or closing the borders and well everybody's broken into fraction yeah factions yeah everybody yeah the country's completely divided in this in, in, in a sense in and, a literal sense you know and obviously the global pandemic the sky virus is affecting the entire country the mm -hmm. entire world to the point that like if they don't come back with a cure and or vaccine or whatever for like the world's going to end 
it's it's very doomsday clockish where like there's a countdown going on. Yeah. Um, but like I said, the art's actually surprisingly yeah, the art's good, pretty good. Like you know, I like some of the character designs. Uh, what's the? It's it's very. Uh, I'd say it's a lot of wa- like Walking Dead esque. Yes, I mean, obviously it's image. Yeah. So I mean, they they have a a, a roster. Um, but you get introduced to, like, Uncle Sam as, like, a character, but obviously... I don't think he's dead. I think he has, it, like... <laughs> I mean, obviously, you've read Seven, so I don't know, like, what happens, but, like, like obviously, he... he he's, he's not dead. He Yeah, he dies in Six, but I'm assuming he's back, you know. It's interesting, because you, you, we don't know where it's going from there. From what? From the end of Issue 7? From the end of Issue 7, yeah. Yeah, and like I said, you know, I, I've enjoyed Scott... Snyder's Batman. De- I've enjoyed his Death Metal and Justice League run for DC more than I've enjoyed anything he's done solo Batman. So I can't say I've, I'm I'm completely off the Scott Snyder train, but I can tell you, Justice League, Death Metal, Dark Knight Metals, and um, Undiscovered Country have definitely put him in a more favorable light for me. Nice. Um, so. That about wraps it up as far as what I want. I mean, yeah, we, what we wanted to highlight. Um, we can run down a little bit some of the new books that are coming out over the next two weeks. Um, this Wednesday, we get Justice League Odyssey 24, which wraps up with 25, I believe. Um, you get Flash 761, Nightwing 74, so you'll get the next installment, or I'll get the next installment for Nightwing for Joker Wars. Um Superman 25, uh, Joker Harley Criminal Sanity number five. Uh, that's a DC Black Label series. It's actually pretty good. If you like like SVU and NCIS and CSI and that type of television program, you'll enjoy that Joker Harley Criminal Sanity series. Um, Wonder Woman 762, I believe. Uh, Batman and Outsider 16, which also ends with issue 17. Um, Dark Knight Metal, Dark Knight's Death Metal Trinity Crisis number one. So there's another spinoff for for Death Metal. Um, Green Lantern season two, issue number seven. Finally. <laughs> um, and then the following week, the 16th, uh, you get Batman number 99, which will give you Joker Wars part five. Um, Justice League 53, Teen Titans 45, Catwoman 25, which gives you another Joker War tie-in. Um, and then also in the same week, you get Detective number 1027, which is the anniversary of the debut of Batman. Um, so, or like in the Detective series. So you're getting a 99-page giant issue series. Um, giant issue um, for the series. Um, I believe there's some alternative variant covers and things like that coming out. So that should be pretty cool. Um, it's one I'm looking forward to, but also I'm looking forward to Batman 99 and then eventually two weeks after that, looking forward to 100 and the culmination of Joker War number five. Um, you're also getting money more from Power Rangers in there um, as well yeah. from Boom. This um, is one of the last few issues. Yeah. So you're getting a bunch of bunch of good books coming out over the next two weeks. Um, looking forward to, um, obviously, like I said, Batman and Detective. Um, but uh, from what's coming out, I'd say we're we're probably looking at a pretty Batman heavy spotlight next time. We'll talk some Green Lantern um, as well, and uh, obviously. Power Rangers as well. I mean, yeah. if Charlie's if yep. Charlie's willing to talk about some Power Ranger stuff, we'll of go course. over that. <laughs> um, but other well, than that, other well, we might be talking a lot of Power Rangers with our uh, tournament and everything. That's yeah. Going on. Um, so yeah, like Charlie just mentioned, um, if you've been following along or if you've been listening to the other issues um, this week, um, or following us on any of our social media platforms, you know we're hosting we're we're, we're currently running a super. You know, Saturday morning showdown tournament uh, where we're pitting all 90s and 80s Saturday morning cartoons slash live action shows against one another um, and trying to crown a champion amongst the decades of, of 
you know, Saturday morning cartoons to see who is the most popular or fan favorite, so to speak. Yeah, so, I mean, you got a number of things in there, uh, Power Rangers being one of them, uh, Ninja Turtles, uh, yeah. Ghostbusters. You know, and obviously uh, the, you know, Batman, Batman. animated series, X-Men, Spider-Man, yeah. Super Friends, so on and so forth. A little bit of something for everyone, Animaniacs. Yep. Um, Tiny Toons in there. Yeah, you know, DuckTales. So, like you said, you know, if, if, you, if you're following us on social media, on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. Facebook is where we're holding the polls. So we've linked our official page with our group page, which is allowing both audiences now and or same fan base, but obviously in different arenas. They're all kind of meshing together now, but you know, we're sharing it on our personal pages and our group pages and so on and so forth, trying to get the best reach as far as audience goes to get a fair and just vote between uh, you know a very diverse audience of individuals <laughs> right. on who's going to win but whoever ends up coming out on top in this tournament is going to be what we cover on our next spotlight issue we're going to talk 80s and 90s saturday morning cartoons and the upcoming spotlight issue but then we're going to highlight that specific show and or franchise in the following spotlight issue yep um but like I said, if you haven't already, you can give us a follow on Insta Instagram at Dad's Got Issues Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at DGI Podcast. You can also use the same at on Facebook to find us, whether it be our group and or page. Um, we suggest you like the page and join the group. The group is not been as we haven't been as active in it but yeah. now that it's attached to the page and we can post as the page you'll probably see more stuff popping up in our group because that gives you a direct notification if you're not following the page yeah we had to figure out technology yeah so. yeah we're, we're slowly but surely getting everything down yeah um, I, I just heard of this thing called tiktok yeah <laughs> um we're all i'm <laughs> I am on TikTok. Uh, Charlie is not, but I, I have been posting some DGI stuff on there, some teasers and trailers and things like that. And we highlighted that we have the DGI TV now yeah. on YouTube. Uh, we released uh, episode number two, and it's basically just a rundown in between what's going on while we're not recording. Yeah, uh, it's a quick, you know, a little twelve-minute, thirteen-minute video um, every other week. And like I said, you know, I covered some comic stuff and some, you know, TV and you know movie and whatever charlie got into the toys and um i got into i was talking more about the, the spotlight uh, yeah spotlights yeah. and wrestling and things like that like yeah. so we're going to try and get that out on tuesday or wednesday during the spotlight issue week but past you know past that though i mean we're we're we're, we're put, pumping out content for you guys and i can tell you we we are extensively active on Instagram and Facebook and posting. And, you know, we, we, we want interaction from you guys. You know, we've been asking for ideas and things like that. So if you're listening, get on social media and talk and chat with us. You know, we're responsive. We respond to every comment. We respond to every message. Um, if you guys have any questions, let us know. Like, we, we, we can't – we have plenty to talk about, but we would love to know what you want us to talk about yeah. and, and give our opinions and, and, and you know, thoughts behind. Or if you have somebody who's constantly, like, talking to you. Like, everybody, we all have our cliques of, of friends and stuff that we talk to. And you guys get into a conversation and you think it's worthwhile bringing up on here. Like, yeah. hey, let's, let's talk. And we're, and we're looking into some more technology, yeah. so to speak, um, that will hopefully be easier for us to bring on guests and to interview remotely and do things like that. Um, but until they get in, it gets in stock, we're, we're kind of just in a holding pattern with that. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, we're just going to continue to work at this and get better at it. And hopefully the, the following continues to grow. And you guys let your friends know that, hey, this is a decent listen. And you guys are, you know, kind of our free advertisement. If you've enjoyed the show to this point, let somebody else know about it. Yeah, we definitely appreciate it. Um, well. well you got anything else? I do not. All that right. wraps everything up for me. All right. I got nothing. Uh, so, uh, hey, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Go ahead and hit our music. Hey.